From the center of the thundering herd universe, we are the student broadcast voice of Marshall University, WMUL-FM, Huntington. Is the broadcast voice of Marshall University, WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone, for this Monday, August 8th, 2022. I'm Nick Madeline. And I'm David Atkins. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, a study connects climate hazards to 58% of infectious diseases. All in your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News, Michaela Wheeler will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and the current temperature outside is a partly cloudy 82 degrees. And now onto our top story. A deadly fire that began at a large oil storage facility in western Cuba has spread after flames enveloped a third tank that firefighters had tried to cool as they struggled to fight the massive blaze. At least one person has died and 125 are injured with another 14 reported missing ever since lightning struck one of the facility's eight tanks on Friday night. A second tank caught fire on Saturday, triggering several explosions at the facility, which plays a key part in Cuba's electric system. Matanzas Governor Mario Sabine said today that the blaze of the second tank compromised the third one. The white father and son convicted of murder in Abba. Amund Arbery's fatal shooting after they chased the black man through a Georgia neighborhood have been sentenced to life in prison for committing a federal hate crime. A U.S. District Court judge sentenced Travis McMichael and his father Greg McMichael today in Brunswick. Both were previously sentenced to life without parole in a state court for Arbery's murder. The McMichaels armed themselves with guns and used a pickup truck to chase Arbery after he ran past their home. February 23, 2020. Neighbor William Rody Bryan, who joined the pursuit and recorded the shooting, had a sentencing hearing scheduled later today. Authorities have identified the fourth victim in a series of killings of Muslim men in New Mexico's largest city, as the death sent ripples of fear throughout the Islamic community nationwide. Law enforcement is also seeking help to find a vehicle believed to be connected to the Albuquerque slangs where the common elements were the victim's race and religion. Officials said the latest killing occurred Friday night in, an, in Albuquerque in ambush shootings killed three other Muslim men over the past nine months. Police are trying to determine if the slayings are linked. Police said the same vehicle is suspected of being used in all four homicides. Olivia Newton-John, the Grammy-winning superstar who reigned on pop country, adult contemporary, and dance charts with such hits as Physical and You're the One That I Want, has died. She was 73. Newton-John, a longtime resident of Australia, whose sales topped 100 million albums, also won countless hearts as everyone's favorite Sandy in the blockbuster film version of Grease. A new study finds climate hazards aggravate 58% of known infection diseases in, wor- in the world. Today's study shows how widespread the influence of extreme weather, such as flooding, heat waves, and drought is on human illnesses. The study looks at cases that already happened, 
Researchers calculate 286 unique sicknesses connected to what they call climate hazards. And of those illnesses, extreme weather made it worse in 223 maladies. The study doesn't do it, the calculations to formally attribute the diseases to climate change. But several scientists call it a terrifying illustration of climate change's effect on human health. Coming up, Dolly Parton set to visit West Virginia as part of the Imagination Library. That and more news from across the Tri-State when News Center 88 returns right after this. Joseph will take it instead, and that'll be in the back of the net, past Yusuf Aglu. Goal, thundering herd. Levias split out wide by himself. Green looks to Levias. It's a go route. Levias bobbles it, makes the catch. Levias still on his feet at the 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. A one-play, 75-yard touchdown pass. Mayo kicks it out, shine, three ball. Bingo! Ball is played to Mayor Abutea. Abutea sends it into the box. Morgan White's there, and Morgan White finds the goal! The worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage, WMUL-FM Huntington. Please save us from this dark future. Hello, welcome to WMUL. Due to a lack of volunteer DJs and anchors, the station is now fully automatic. This is DJ Electro Soul coming at you. Coming up next is my favorite song, Pure Sine Wave. This isn't the future anyone wants, and it can be prevented. WMUL-FM needs human DJs. Sign up today at marshall.edu slash WMUL, or find us in communications building room 204. Please, help us prevent the robot uprising. Welcome back to New Center 88, voted best newscast in the state of West Virginia by the Associated Press. I'm Nick Madawa. And I'm David Atkins. The town of Fleming Neon was trying to move beyond an economic disaster when a natural one knocked it back down. The former coal town was devastated by flooding that killed more than 30 in Kentucky. Fleming was found as a company town. Neighboring Neon thrived off the industry. As coal waned and people left, the towns merged. Just 500 residents remain. They're determined to build a life after coal. A new multi-purpose center was set to open soon when the storm hit. Residents vowed to finish it. For now, the building is a relief distribution center. Barely a week after the storms, the barbershop has reopened. Nearby, the florist says he'll, he will soon too. Neighbors and volunteers are coming together to help. A former Kentucky Justice Cabinet Secretary and lawmaker was arrested today and charged with rape. The Associated Press cited the arrest affidavit in reporting that former state Republican John Tilley is accused of having sex at a Lexington hotel with a woman who could not consent due to her level of intoxication. The 53-year-old Tilley was being held at the Lexington Fayette County Jail. His attorney told news outlets that Tilley is innocent and is cooperating with the investigation. Tilley served as Justice and Public Safety Cabinet Secretary from December 2015 through 2019. Before that, he served five terms as a Democratic state lawmaker from Hopkinsville. 
President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden are witnessing firsthand the damage from deadly and devastating storms that have resulted in the worst flooding in Kentucky's history. Biden and the First Lady are meeting with families and first responders in Kentucky, where at least 37 people have died after last month's deluge. Flooding remains a threat with more thunderstorms in the forecast this week. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir and his wife Brittany joined Biden, who has increased federal assistance to the state to help its recovery. The White House says the floods and extreme weather around the country are reminders of the intensifying effects of climate change. West Virginia State Police say a 14-year-old girl is accused of fatally shooting an adult following an ongoing domestic incident. Police said in a statement that the shooting was reported yesterday afternoon at a residence near Fort Gay, and the adult was dead when officers arrived. Police told news outlets in an investigation found the juvenile shot the adult following domestic violence incidents throughout the day, in which the adult was the aggressor. Police say the team was placed in the custody of Child Protective Services, and the ongoing investigation was turned over to the local prosecutor for further review. Dolly Parton is keeping a promise to visit West Virginia. Parton is scheduled to appear at the Clay Center for the Arts and Sciences in Charleston tomorrow to celebrate the state's full participation in her Imagination Library. The State Department of Education says Parton indicated she would visit the state once all 55 counties were active in the book gifting program. The program provides a book each month to enrolled preschool children at no cost to their families. Parton's appearance at the private event will broadcast live on West Virginia Public Broadcasting. Coming up next, the U.S. obtains warrant to seize $90 million jet of Russian oligarch. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. Neighbors. <laughs> uh, am I right? If you're like me, you've got thin walls and even thinner patients. What can you do for a moment's peace? Well, you can mask out the noise with WMUL 88.1 FM. Oh, sounds like old neighbor Marty's throwing dishes again. Why don't I turn on and tune in my radio to 88.1 FM? Ah, much better. WMUL 88.1 FM, the perfect solution for masking out noisy neighbors. Here are three reasons why you should check out WMUL's website. One. With our Windows Media Server, our station can be heard around the world. Two. You can listen to audio archives of sporting events and other original shows. Three. With our online schedule, you never have to guess when your favorite show or music format airs again. www.marshall.edu slash WMUL. Your place in cyberspace. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted Best News Program by the National Broadcasting Society. I'm Nick Matwell. And I'm David Atkins. Authorities say Kansas City police shot and killed a man who sped toward an officer in a stolen sport utility vehicle and struck a police van. Missouri State Highway Patrol Sergeant Bill Lowe says the shooting happened around 9.45 p.m. yesterday after police spotted the unoccupied SUV in a gas station parking lot. Lowe says police approached the man after he exited the store. He accelerated backward, then drove forward toward one of the officers. 
Lowe said the officer dived out of the way and that the SUV struck the police van before officers opened fire. Lowe said the driver has declared dead, was declared dead at a hospital. His name hasn't been released. Gabby Petito's family has notified Utah officials that they plan to file a wrongful death lawsuit alleging police failed to recognize she was in a life-threatening situation last year when they investigated a fight between her and her boyfriend. The fight happened weeks before authorities say he killed her while the couple was on a cross-country van trip. The notice of claims says police in the Utah tourist town of Moab dismissed signs Petito was the victim of domestic violence at the hands of Brian Laundrie in August of 2021. Moab officials declined comments about the notice of claim, saying the city does not comment on pending litigation. More than 60 Oklahoma lawmakers are urging the state attorney general to join their request for a new evidentiary hearing in the case of death row inmate Richard Glossop. The group of 61 state legislators includes many Republicans who support the death penalty but question whether Glossop is guilty. They sent a letter last week to Attorney General John O'Connor asking him to support their call for an evidentiary hearing. Their letter comes after an independent investigation by a Texas law firm raised questions about Glossop's guilt. Glossop has maintained his innocence in the 1997 murder-for-hire beating death of Glossop's boss, motel owner Barry Vantrese. Relatives of a 19-year-old black man who died during a struggle with police officers on Maryland's eastern shore have reached a $5 million partial settlement of the wrongful death lawsuit. Lawyers for Anton Black's family announced the settlement terms at a news conference today. They said the deal also requires improvements in police training and policies to be made by three towns that had officers involved in the deadly confrontation in 2018. The agreement doesn't resolve the family's claims against former Maryland Chief Medical Examiner David Foley and the State Medical Examiner's Office. A federal judge in New York has authorized the United States to seize a $90 million jet belonging to a Russian oligarch in a continuing effort to diminish the financial pillars of the Russian government after its invasion of Ukraine. Federal prosecutors announced today that the effort to seize Andrei Skok's private plane was part of the pursuit of sanctioned Russian oligarchs and their blocked property. Skok is one of the wealthiest men in Russia's Duma. The U.S. Treasury first sanctioned Skok in 2018 over his ties to organized crime. Forbes magazine has valued his fortune at about $6.6 billion. Coming up next... China ramps up threatening military exercises around Taiwan. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns right after this. Imagine a friend has just told you they were diagnosed with a mental illness. What would you do? awkward, isn't it? But what's even more awkward is, if you're not there for them, they'll be less likely to recover. Mental illness. What a difference a friend makes. To learn more, go to whatadifference.org. This message is brought to you by the Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
You okay? Yeah, I'm just allergic to all these irritating radio stations. If you are being slowed down daily by drab radio stations, ask your doctor about taking WMUL. WMUL works by sending a stream of exciting news and sports coverage to the brain while taking out all the commercials slowing you down. Oh, much better. Thank you, WMUL. Side effects include but are not limited to exciting bouts of metal, jazz, blues, alternative hip-hop, gospel, rock, and more. A deficiency in commercials and an intense feeling of personal satisfaction and joy. Do not take WMUL if you hate happiness. I don't hate happiness. Ask your doctor about taking WMUL FM 88.1. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Nick Madawa. And I'm David Atkins. A judge says money from the sale of Florida beachfront property, where a collapsed condominium tower once stood, will be used to pay property taxes of the destroyed units. Miami-Dade Circuit Judge Michael Hansman said in a brief ruling today that the 2022 tax payments should not come from the $96 million previously earmarked to compensate owners of the 136 units of of Champlain Towers, South and Surfside, Florida. The building collapsed June 24, 2021, killing 98 people. Instead, instead, Hansman said the taxes, a little under $800,000, county officials say should be paid from the $120 million sale of the land formerly occupied by the 12-story building. Southern Colorado authorities say a woman and a sheriff's deputy were fatally shot at a home over the weekend, as the suspected gunman was found dead inside the home. Police say Deputy Andrew Peary was shot Sunday after he arrived at the home near Colorado Springs to investigate a report of a shooting along with two other law enforcement officers. They say 33-year-old John Paz fired at the officers, hitting Peary and other sheriff's deputy returned fire. The woman's body was found in the front yard of the home. Police say Paz died of an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. A lawyer for Rudy Giuliani says the former New York mayor will not appear as scheduled tomorrow before a special grand jury in Atlanta that's investigating whether former President Donald Trump and others illegally tried to interfere in the 2020 general election in Georgia. A judge last month ordered Giuliani to appear before the special grand jury tomorrow. But Giuliani's attorney, Robert Costello, told the Associated Press today that the Fulton County judge overseeing the special grand jury had excused Giuliani for the day. Costello said a hearing will be held tomorrow if he and the district attorney's office are unable to work out an agreement concerning Giuliani's testimony. Chad's military government has signed a pledge with over 40 rebel groups and opposition figures in Qatar ahead of planned national uh, reconciliation talks later this month in the African nation. However, the main rebel group did not agree to the terms of the pledge. The deal deal today in Doha has all those who sign agreeing to a ceasefire ahead of the August 20th talks planned in the Chadian capital of Najarimi, Chad's junta also agreed to, quote, not take any military or police operations against the signing groups, unquote, in neighboring countries. However, the front for change in Concord and Chad, the main rebel group in the country, did not sign the pledge. China says it is extending threatening military exercises surrounding Taiwan that have disrupted shipping and air traffic and substantially raised concerns about the potential for conflict. Military leaders say the exercises will include anti-submarine drills, 
apparently targeting U.S. support for Taiwan in the event of a potential Chinese invasion. China has said the exercises involving missile strikes, warplanes, and ship movements across the midline of the Taiwan Strait are a response to U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi visit to the self-ruled island last week. China has ignored calls to call the ten- calm the tensions, and there was no immediate indication when it would end what amounts to a blockade. And coming up, Michaela Wheeler will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast, and we'll be back with updates on the Russia and Ukraine war. Stay with us. This is John Bon Jovi asking you to go to serve.gov to get involved in something you believe in. I'm a big believer in the power of we. We weren't born. We can tackle the tough challenges we face and build community through service and volunteering. United we stand, united we serve. Are you with me? Go to serve.gov for more information about how to volunteer in your community. This message is brought to you by United We Serve and the Corporation for National and Community Service. Hey, Patrick, what's up? Hey, Michael, what's up with you? Uh, why does your voice sound like that? I know, it's awesome. I sound like a robot. You sound like T-Pain or Kanye. Yeah, that's the idea. Well, if you like the sound of those rappers, just tune in to 88.1 and listen to the new and old hip-hop hits. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Your voice is stuck like that, isn't it? Yeah, kinda. You moron. For the very best hip-hop, tune in to 88.1 WMUL-FM. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Michaela Wheeler, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. It's a partly cloudy 92 degrees out today. Perfect weather for a dip in the pool. Tonight's low will dip down into the low 70s. Tomorrow will reach a high around 87, but it will be a rainy Tuesday, so be sure to throw on those raincoats as you head out on your morning commutes. But don't gear up for another rainy week, because as we head into the last part of this week, we get ready for the weekend, and the rain will be leaving the tri-state. Perfect way to end the summer season for everyone heading back to school. However, rain may make its way back to the start of next week. So those last-minute summer fun-in-the-sun plans should probably happen now rather than later. Today in weather history, in 1989, a total of 99 cities in the central and eastern U.S. reported record low temperatures for the date, including Alpena, Michigan, with a reading of 40 degrees. Mount Mitchell, North Carolina, was the cold spot in the nation with a morning low of 35 degrees. Early evening thunderstorms around Las Vegas, Nevada, produced wind gusts up to 116 miles per hour. The high winds damaged or destroyed about 82 aircraft at Henderson Sky Harbor Airport and McCarran International Airport, causing $14 million damage. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it is a partly cloudy 92 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast. For News Center 88, I'm Michaela Wheeler. Thanks, Michaela. Now on to Russia-Ukraine news. Russia and Ukraine are trading accusations that each side is shelling Europe's biggest nuclear power plant in southern Ukraine. Russia claimed that Ukrainian shelling caused a power surge and fire and forced staff to lower output from two reactors. Ukraine has blamed Russian troops for storing weapons there and launching attacks. 
nuclear weapons have warned ex my apologies nuclear experts have warned that fighting around the Saporizhia nuclear power station is fraught with danger the Ukrainians are urging the United Nations to send a delegation to the nuclear plant to ensure its safety. On the front lines, the fighting continued as the United States pledged another $1 billion in new military aid for Ukraine. Ukraine said the Russians had shelled seven regions in the last day, killing five people. A lack of running water in the eastern Ukrainian city of Slovensky means that residents must fill bottles by hand at public pumps throughout the city. The city's remaining population has adapted to this new way of life. But local officials warned that the coming of winter could set the stage for a humanitarian crisis. Most of the eastern Donetsk region is without gas for heating, and public wells and municipal water pumps are likely to freeze in winter. The head of the city military administration in nearby Kremeskuris said that this lack of utilities would prompt people to use other means to heat and light their houses, and that raises the risk of fires. A 50-year-old Ukrainian woman has found a new purpose in life, rescuing wild animals and pets from the front lines of the war in Ukraine. In cooperation with an animal protection group, Natalia Popova have saved more than 300 animals. 200 of them were evacuated abroad. Many were wild animals kept as pets at private homes before their owners fled Russia shelling and missiles. Povava's shelter in the Kiev region village of Shubinks now houses a menagerie that includes 13 lions, a leopard, a tiger, three deer, wolves, foxes, and raccoons, as well as domesticated animals like horses, donkeys, goats, dogs, and cats. Ukrainian soldiers joke that Popava has many lives like a cat. The Biden administration has announced another $1 billion in new military aid for Ukraine. Today's pledge promises that will be the biggest jet delivery of rockets, ammunition, and other arms straight from Department of Defense stocks for Ukrainian forces. The Pentagon announcement of a massive new shipment of arms comes as analysts warn that Russia is moving troops and equipment in the direction of the southern port cities to starve off the Ukrainian counteroffense. The latest announcement brings the total U.S. Secu uh, security assistance committed to Ukraine by the Biden administration to $9.1 billion since Russian troops invaded in late February. Coming up next, sea turtles in Mississippi. Stay tuned. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. The worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage. 
Welcome back into the Soul Ballroom at the Convention Center in Riviera Maya, Mexico. WMUL welcomes you to the mountain town of Blacksburg, Virginia. We are high here at the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. It's the 2005 Kraft Mac Women's Basketball Tournament. Welcome back to Firestone Stadium in Akron, Ohio. The 2005. Bottom of the first inning, no score here at Appalachian Power Park. Marshall. WMUL FM, Huntington. And finally, today on New Center 88. For years, protecting sea turtles has been part of the practice for beach crews in many coastal areas of the U.S., but beach crews in Mississippi haven't had much practice in that skill because there'd be there'd been no sign of nesting turtles for the past four years. That's changed now that a crew on Harrison County Sand Beach found turtle tracks recently. They shielded the area and called marine life officials who found and marked off the nesting site. It's believed the eggs belong to a protected loggerhead sea turtle or an even rarer Kemp's Ridley sea turtle, the most critically endangered sea turtle species. The exact type won't be known until the eggs hatch in a month or two. A London museum has agreed to return a collection of Benin bronzes looted in the late 19th century from what is now Nigeria. As cultural institutions throughout Britain come under pressure to repatriate artifacts acquired during the colonial era. The Horniman Museum and Gardens in southeast London said yesterday that it would transfer a collection of 72 items to the Nigerian government. The decision comes after Nigeria's National Commission for Museums and Monuments formally asked for the artifacts to be returned earlier this year. And following a consultation with community members, artists, and schoolchildren in Nigeria and the UK. It's a double surprise at the Cincinnati Zoo. A full-term hippopotamus was born there last week. The surprise wasn't that the hippo was born. It was its size in comparison to its sibling, Fiona, which was born prematurely in 2017. She weighed only 29 pounds when she arrived six weeks earlier. The new calf is much larger. The other surprise involves the calf's mother, Bibi. The zoo discovered she was pregnant around April Fool's Day. The food then, the joke then was on Sioux officials because Bibi was on birth control. And that does it for this summer edition of News Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University in the tri-state area. Remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For David Atkins, Michaela Wheeler, and the entire New Center 80 team, I'm Nick Madawa, and your thought of the day is, it's a scientific fact that your body will not absorb cholesterol if you take it from another person's plate. Dave Barry. <laughs>